new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Josina Anderson, host of The Crew. This is episode 26, and today we have a very special guest. But for now, I'm not going to announce it because my co-host, Morris Chestnut, has no idea who it is. So we want to maintain the secret. I may have to even retape this intro just for the sake of the live portion right now. But also, we have Clarence Hill coming into the show, Star Telegram, longtime reporter for the Cowboys, in here to talk about three NFC East teams right now representing the NFC in the playoffs. So we're talking about that. And of course, you know, tragedy struck the NFL last night. We're yeah. going to get into that as well, as far as uh vigil still being kept over DeMar Hamlin at a local hospital right now. Uh, before we get to the show, I always tell you where you can find the podcast. You can download the Odyssey app on your phones or wherever you get your pod or simply type in the URL thecrewnyc.com. Thecrewnyc.com will take you directly to our YouTube page. But without further delay, let's head to our crew call. Well, look, look who it is. Morris Chestnut, not boys in the hood, but in the hood. What is going on? Are you are you thugging rugging it? Are you are you yeah, both yeah, harmony this yeah, morning? Yeah, yeah, it's the thuggish ruggish bone. Nah, uh, okay. Well, you, you know, Denzel Washington turned bad guy in, uh, what, what's that, uh, Alonzo, training, training day. So day. Uh, are we seeing an Achilles turn for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, I'm doing my own little training day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Claire, <laughs> what, what do you feel What do you feel about this? Is, 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 it, is it working or it's not working for Claire? Well, I mean, I think after the, Eagles, after the Eagles have lost two straight games, you know, he's trying to reach for something, man. He got he to gotta Debo up, get Alonzo on us. You know, he's got to. Get those Eagles back right. How you doing, yeah. man? Happy New Year to both of you okay. guys. Happy, happy, happy New Year to you, Clarence. Happy New Year. Yes, Clarence. I did not get my car for my um for my New Year's gift. I was very disappointed. I'm I'm used to getting things wrapped in a red bow outside of my door. So what happened to you this year? <laughs> oh, 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 you I looking got, over I your got, shoulder? Am I, got I talking kids. to guys so sad? I got what? two kids in college. Okay. Oh, two, oh you got two, two kids, kids in college. Oh, okay. Clarence with two kids in college. Okay. I was there at one point, man. I was that hurts. <laughs> Ah, okay, okay, okay. Private private school, college too. So hey, Uh you got to get in line. You got to get in line. Out of state? What you say? And I was asking if they're out of state. Oh, one is at Howard University, senior at Howard. One is one is going to Rice in Texas, both private schools. So yeah, okay, yeah. All right, we're gonna go straight to our quick huddle topic (laughs) this morning. Big news at Monday Night Football last night. Here we go. Well, obviously, last night, uh, people were tuning in to see Monday Night Football, not exactly the way that we uh, thought it was going to turn out um, with the Bills in town to play um, the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, right now, we know that uh, something very unexpected, um, uh, noteworthy, uh, and just um, outright not good happened to Bills safety, Damar Hamlin. Uh, 24-year-old safety in critical condition right now at a local hospital in Cincinnati um, after tackling uh, T. Higgins and going into cardiac arrest, according to uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, According to a statement that they released overnight, we know that his uh, vitals are normal, but they did sedate him and uh, put him uh, in a resting state while they um, assist his breathing as well. 
So first and foremost, Clarence, I just want to get your uh, reaction to what you saw last night and how that just impacted you uh, overall. I mean, it impacted everybody. I mean, first of all, I'd like to commend the reporters at ESPN and, 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 and Mrs. Salters and Ryan Clark and how they handled the situation because, you know, there, there's no game plan for that. The NFL, no, no one knew how to handle that. And, and, it, and it's still chilling. I mean, DeMar Hamlin's heart stopped beating on the field. And you saw the players' reaction, and and they absolute fear. You're talking about men that would run through a wall; they have no fear, and there was absolute fear in their eyes, and tears coming down their faces, and you know, just you know, all the care and concern uh, for Demar Hamlin, and 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 you know, it, it was a scary moment, scary side. Hopefully, as we continue to pray for him, and everything is okay. His mother was there. He's from the Pittsburgh area. I went to the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, it's again, I, I don't know if anybody has the right words for what we saw last night. Uh, I'm just glad the players, uh, the coaches stepped up and did the right thing. And, 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 and I don't know, you know, there's so questions about who made the call to counsel the game, but you know, if you just watched it, there was no way they could go forward with that game mm-hmm. last night. And I'm just glad uh, somebody made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Morris, how did that impact you last night? It's you know it's uh, it's, it's very sobering um, when, when when something like this happens and transpires on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love the game and you know even as fans and you know we see. I, I think sometimes uh, as fans you you you. you, you you don't really feel like some of these players are human. They're able to, they're so physical and large and just just you know just so abnormal. But this is is very sobering when you know someone so young and athletic and healthy, something like this can happen. It's just very sobering. It's um, our hearts and like Clarence said, our hearts and prayers go out to his family, and it just really puts things into perspective that it ultimately. It truly is just a game. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think people, and we do lose sight of that. I lose sight of that because I'm such a fan and I want my team to win so bad so I can talk mess to someone else or they can talk mess to me or whatever. But this really, really puts things in perspective. And, and things like this happen, you know, every so often and remind you that it's just, it's just a game. So, Clarence, how do you think the NFL should proceed from here? Obviously, you know, uh, Troy Vincent and the NFL brass made the uh, decision to uh, call the game. They said that there was never going to be a five minute warning period. He said that on a conference call last night that I was uh, a part of and listened to. Um, how they, how should they proceed? Is this just a matter of, you know, canceling the game last night or should uh, all of week 18 potentially be under a pause? Yeah, you know, I- as far as the, the game last night, I, I just don't know how you can play. They can replay this game or continue this game. I don't know. You know, with, with, with week 18 and, and them having to play again on Sunday, you know, I, I just think that, I, you know, I'm not advocating putting week 18 on pause, but mm. this game should not be replayed and just let mm. the chips fall on what they may, whether you give them a tie uh, or give them both the win. Just, just you know, just, just let the chips fall on they may. I know it has implications for our seedings. But the most important L here is is Demar Hamlin's life. Not you know they, they took a loss and somebody's not going to get you know the number one seed in the playoffs. They're all in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not going to really affect the playoffs. You know and, and who's in the playoffs? I don't think right now. You know so 
just move forward because these guys, there's no way, number one, they can replay this game and also play a game on Sunday. I don't know if the, the members of the Bills can be ready to play a game on Sunday, let mm-hmm. alone, you know, just, just, you know, the way they were looking last night and feeling last night. We still don't know mm-hmm. if um, Hamlin is out the woods yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it certainly depends on what happens, Hamlin, what happens with Hamlin, how he comes out of the situation. I think that that should determine, you know, how they perceive for the weekend as well, but there's no way you can replay this game. Morris, your quick thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I agree. I think you know it's 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 really going to affect uh, the Bills in in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have conversations. I have a long conversation with my son just about a lot of different things as we always do in in life. And sometimes uh, when 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 people are that young, uh, they kind of feel they don't they don't really understand their mortality. Um, or how, how serious things can be. And I think in this locker room, someone like this, you, as you can see on the field, how much it affected all the players. Um, I think I agree with Clarence. I think they just got to let this one go, call it a tie, do do whatever you have to do, but just move on um, from, from this game. And I'm not sure, you know, maybe they should suspend uh, week 18 and just push everything back, um, everything back a week. I mean, maybe maybe they should do that. Do you, Clarence, really quickly, do you think that uh, what happened last night will give the NFL or the league or even people who cover it any additional perspective on Tua Tagovailoa as far as how, you know, the league even handled that? We know uh, last week that Tua did not play. Um, you know, the NFL came out and said that the uh, they did the review and the concussion protocol was not initiated. Um, it was initiated afterwards. I've had my thoughts about the fact that it should have been initiated regardless. You should need to report or show symptoms for it to be initiated. Sometimes I think a head whiplash in and of itself should prompt the protocol. But lastly, real quick, before we move on, do you think uh, this will give even greater perspective over Tua's prognosis for even coming back this season? Yeah, I mean, I think there are two separate entities, you know, the two situation, you know, with the multiple concussions and, and all of that. I, I think that there's, you know, obviously they say they follow the, you know, the protocols right with Tua, but when you've had a previous head injury, I think that when you hit your head or something like that, you know, it, there's something else to trigger to be in place. You know, there, there, something is falling through the cracks or with, with the Tua situation. There's no way, you know, they, they should not have known he had another concussion. You know whether it's in, in a, whether it's the players or the spotters, whatever else. But you know certainly these are totally two different entities, especially since we understand that you know the Hamlin situation may have been a just a once in a lifetime event, just depending on how his heart was going and in the, in, the, in the perfect hit at the perfect time and and all that other stuff. But but with two, I don't know if he should play again this season. I don't know if he should play again ever. You know, and those are questions that and decisions that that have to be made in the off season. Regarding Tua, because you know, once you get him, you get another one, and and certainly next season, I mean, he could get a concussion in the first game, he could get a concussion in training camp. So, you know, his in his situation is certainly different. Uh, I don't like how Miami handled the Tua situation from the beginning, so I don't which trust one? which one, the, the latest one, the first one, the first one, yeah, the first one. They dropped the ball on that from the beginning, so I don't trust them in the process of how, how they're handling Tua at all. And let me and let me just say this. I think if there is any industry in the world, um, any sports uh, uh, team in the world, a sports league in the world, the NFL of all people should be should always err on the side of caution. I mean, it's a billion dollar in, a billion dollar business where you have a pre, a player's health 
And sometimes their life is put on the line every single week. So when you have that, you should always err on the side of caution. So you don't, you know, so you lose an extra, you know, billion dollar, whatever it is, hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, to to uh, lose a game or push the league, but push the the the, 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 uh, the games back another week or whatever you have. Always err on the side of caution. Your NFL prints money, and the players are most risk in the NFL than any other sport in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that they should always err on the side of caution. You know, Real quickly, hold on. Tom Brady just tweeted this, uh, and it was retweeted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're praying for DeMar and his family this morning in Tampa. Moments like this put uh, into perspective what it means to play this game we love. Thankful for our communities in Cincinnati and Buffalo for the overwhelming level of care and support. I know they'll continue uh, to provide clearance. One one quick comment on this, and we got to move on. Well, I just want to say that the problem with the NFL is that the players are inherently taught to be tough and play Mm -hmm. through stuff and stay on the field and and, and and so, you know, it, it's hard for the NFL, even the league, to police injury situation when players won't be honest about it because of the the the, the, the mentality of, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be back on the field with my my, my teammates and, and, and go, quote, unquote, go to battle with them and not, not let them down. And, you know, it, it, players have to take their own health and make that first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you know, we're going to keep um... – you know, vigilance over the situation with Damar Hamlin in the uh, hospital. I was talking to a lead source late last night at 4 a.m. They were still up trying to make sure that the Bills who arrived late in Buffalo, uh, people around the team had the resources that they need to deal with this. So um, working overnight and through sunrise, I don't even think uh, some of them went home last night. Uh, and clearly no one is talking about uh, scheduling as of what's going to happen right now, because uh, as I heard, even of this morning, again, the focus as of today is still on uh, Damar Hamlin and what's going on with him. Uh, but Without further ado, we are going to switch over to uh, Crew Crib because we do have a special guest on the other side for our Uber Eagles fan, Morris Chestnut, and his Colgate smile uh, oh, really? that he got on the Best Man Final Chapters. I don't know if you guys have been checking that out on Peacock as uh, what's his name? Clarence keeps dropping spoilers on our show. But we will go over to Crew Crib right now. Well, look a look. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's good? What's good? No, what's you up, y'all? Know, you thought you knew up? who it was going to be. Okay, that it okay. Be that's what I'm talking about. In the building. What up? What up? What up? How y'all doing? Good, man. It's good. Uh, Morris, are you okay? Do, do we need to get some fans for you? Hey, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm very, I'm, uh, listen, listen. Let me just say this. Let me say I'm very excited to have BG on the show. BG, you know, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Now, and congratulations on, you know, your double-digit sack season, man, because, you know, you done been through every, you've been, been through it all, man. You done been through, you know, scheme shifts from the 3-4 to the 4-3. And, you know, and then last year when you had to, when you, when you tore your Achilles, everybody was like, was, is you, are you done? Are you done? More time to show you know year. everything about you. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. I got to give my man some props, man. This is, <laughs> this is cool. But in all seriousness, and this is, this is some, this is a story that I always like to show, you know, my kids because it's definitely a story of resilience. You know, people doubted BG, you know, um, you know, all this time, especially last year when he got that injury. So he rehabbed and came back and have a double digit sack injury, man. So congratulations to that, brother. Man, thank you, man. 
you, you already know, you said it right there, man. This, this resilience that I had to have, the, the people around me telling me the right things and then me talking to myself in the right way. Because, man, it's a lot of things that you go through uh, that I didn't know I was stressing about until I actually talked about it. Communication, knowing your feelings, knowing how you feel. Uh, I got a little deeper for myself. But, man, it, it do feel good uh, now to come back this year, man, to do everything uh, that I thought about, but it exceeded. Um, God have done so much, way more than I thought He would do this year. Man, the year stuff, man, that, that came out of nowhere. And I'm just happy, man, trying to enjoy the moment because I'm having fun and it's going too fast. That's yes, great, yeah. So hold on, let's make sure we give him his proper introduction. Okay, okay, Super Bowl right, champ, Pro Bowler, Eagles defensive end, Brandon Graham in the building for the crew crib. Let's make sure yeah. we drop them accolades, okay? We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, you. man. So, hey, so, so BG, so now uh, there, there was also, because even in that whole transition from, you know, when you, when you came in and then we brought Chip in and then the scheme ship, and people were even doubting you back then, man. You, you've been going through so much. What has been, what has kept you going? What has been the drive for you this whole time? Uh, you know what? It's still, I still carry that chip on my shoulder every day, like they're trying to get rid of me. I can't let them, you know. So I'm gonna make right. it hard for them every day, uh, one day at a time. And I, uh, that's what I tell the young guys every day in practice, man. That's how, that's what, you, that's how you get paid. You get paid, to, you get paid to practice. And so I go out there every day and let Lane know, man. I'm sorry, I gotta do this to you, but we gotta sharpen each other. And, right, and, right, right. And, I, and I'm telling you, man, it served me well. Of course, God is number one. And then, you know, my mindset, I'm just, I'm just going out there and having fun. I said, at the end of the day, I just want to have, it's a game. You want to have fun. You know what I'm saying? You want to be safe. And um, and you just want to make sure that you maximize any relationship or anything that uh, come your way uh, for, for when you're done, because this game don't last uh, that long either. So, now also, yeah. now also, see what what probably people and I, let me. I'll let y'all get to. It. I got one more thing. <laughs> what, what people probably also don't know, BG, though, if, if they're not an Eagles fan, is that you've gone through all of this, all of the doubt, all the the the, the challenges, with a smile on your face to be infectious in the locker room. You're a huge influence on that whole entire locker room. I don't think people around the country know that. Oh man. And it's, like I said, it's that mindset. Um, my mom always used to get on me about, are you so negative? The world already negative. You know, you you, you want to add to it. So, you know, I, I kind of carry that with me. And every time I get into a slump, I talk about it, you know, my sister. Uh, because how you talk to yourself is everything. And so, man, um, not saying every day is, is, is a great day, but I do try to voice, uh, now that I understand and in tune with my feelings and know what I feel, uh, I try to do a better job of articulating how I feel, getting it out, and then putting that smile on because I'm, I'm trying to help somebody else, you know? Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. That's great. I'll let somebody else go ahead. Go I mean, ahead. Now, that we, now that we finished the fan portion of the segment. <laughs> now we're done with the fan portion of the segment. BJ Clarence Hill forward start talking. I cover the Cowboys, but I, but I watched the Eagles defense and how much fun is it to play with that defense line? I always say you can't be a great defense line without great without horses up front. Y'all got a plethora of horses up front. And and we together with it. It ain't like I've been on a team where, you know, we got a good D line, but you know, personalities, people won't wanna uh, be the be the number one guy. But man, this year, man, we having a lot of fun. A lot of guys just uh trying to do give up themselves to get you to sack. 
Uh, we're trying to get our young boys to Saginaw, um, you know, this year uh, to add to it because, man, we know uh, it takes all of us. And uh, nobody is greater than nobody in our room. Uh, it takes the togetherness that you got to have. And it's just being lived. I, it ain't it ain't hard because we inflect. We it's just we bounce we bounce good off each other and everybody respects us. And I'm trying to I'm trying to take full advantage of making sure that I'm I'm asking God first what you need me to tell him, and then whatever's on my heart, I try to tell him, man. And uh, I try to show it by what I do every day, uh, by how I carry myself as a pro. And man, it's been working out this year. Honestly, it's been this been the best year, man. I've had with a team, even though we won a Super Bowl that year, we was together then, but it's it's deeper, it's a little deeper this year, especially in the D-line room. Yeah, it has to be deeper, because you guys had some great players coming into the season. You had, you, you had great phrase addition, big time horse in the draft, and then you add guys in the middle of the season, add two big horses, Sue and the guys in the middle of the season, they come in and, and certainly have, have made the great transition in, add those guys. How was it adding those guys in the middle of the season? And what did you know about Sue coming in, and what, what have you learned now? Well, I know Sue is way different than what he was before. Yeah. Me and him, we got kids now, so it's a little different. It's a little meaning. Different meaning. Life is different for him. <laughs> he even said it himself. We talked uh, for a long time because I knew Sue before this because we have mutual friends. And so, um, you know, I would always talk to him. I would hear stories here and there. Uh, <laughs> Sue is this and he's selfish, this and that. But he's business savvy and he always, uh, you know, that's I, I understand where, he, where he's at in his life. And right now he's not trying to get there no more uh, like he's always been. He had that grind in him and it was a little selfish uh, at times. And so I understood exactly what he was saying. Uh, but now it's totally different. He's coming in, he's going to be, play his role. Linval Joseph, uh, pros, pro, man, best dude that just was sitting down because he got hurt last year. People didn't know what's up. And uh, how he took a chance on the man is definitely been paying dividends for us uh, as far as personality and on top of that, uh, you know, he, he hustle and he, and he do a lot of stuff uh, pre-practice before uh, this good regiments for uh, young guys to uh, look up to. So, but hold on, because uh, BG, last week we had T.O. on the show and they're talking about Russell Wilson and the impact of domestication on one's, you know, playing ability. And so here, Clarence, and you're talking about, oh, you know, and Dominican Sue post-domestication and you said you knew what things were before now but you are portraying it in terms of a positive thing although that wasn't necessarily how it was going before although you know T.O. did say that he still has the skill set to throw in all those other things but sometimes when you go through family life things happen but you know are, are you saying the opposite of Clarence or are, why are you making up your face go ahead BG go I'm, ahead. Trying to, I'm trying to figure out what are you talking how you invoke me into this conversation I'm just saying because you <laughs> was on the show and by the way Charles James is joining us our former NFL DB in the cut we'll say what's up real quick what up what up what up what up we appreciate you yeah we appreciate you man I'm chilling all right all right BG go with that so say that again. What you, yeah, what no, I'm just saying because, you know, they were just talking about how sometimes domestication can have the opposite effect on a player. I was just curious if you, if you bought into that. That's all. Well, what, uh, you talking about what, uh, Russell Wilson? Oh, Russell Wilson or just what you were saying now that Indomitian Sue is, you know, uh, having his yeah. play and the way he's playing with you all or just how his yeah. life is evolved I, as well. I think, yeah, you know, it's how your life evolved, your situation. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of single guys – uh, is on the is on the go is on the go, and you hope that they uh, be for the team because that'd be the hard part because it's a lot of guys out here that's looking up to some guys that they don't need to look up to on on these teams, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's just because they don't have a woman at home that can keep them together. I'm telling you, it's a little 
And once I got a woman at home, things started flowing for me a little more. I was in places that I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying, hanging with people I shouldn't have been. And then, you know, it just, it put things in perspective for sure uh, on what really matters. Because when uh, when I got hurt my first year, a lot, of, a lot of people wasn't messing with me because I was labeled a bus. A lot of people stopped communicating with me. I learned a lot because I used to hang around people I shouldn't have just from being too nice. You know what I'm saying? But it, uh, life happened and I learned from it. Some people do, some people don't. But like I said, when I, when you get that woman in your life, it's something different that uh, changed me. And I got my kids. It's even more of like that drive of every day just trying to enjoy the moment because they come and go. My kids are already six and three. Like, where did the time go already? Slow down, baby girl. Ah, you know what I'm saying? So you're just trying to just, I, I feel like, yeah, like um, it, Sue has definitely evolved into that leader and man, and, uh, you know, and it, because of his woman. I'm telling you. Charles, hold on. Like, just ask Charles if he can relate to that real quick. Charles, can you relate to what uh, BG was just saying? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you have to get you a girl at home, man, because like you say, you end up at these spots. I mean, whether it's you just out late, you going to these clubs, you just engaging in stuff that you normally wouldn't do. But having a woman at home, you know, keep your head on straight, eat some responsibility, just give you some like peace of mind with another person that you have to be mindful of, you know, like that, that keeps you out of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. so Go ahead, me, yeah so 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 bg couple things one one may be a little bit sober note so i know we had the situation last night in a national mm -hmm. televised game our prayers prayers go out to him but maybe people don't know if they didn't follow the philly that we had a moment like that on um on sunday with with josh sweat you know yeah. how is how is sweat doing man i know he said he's gonna come back you know before the end of the season how did it affect the team and and how do you feel about everything uh, Sweaty, he was he was good on the on the uh, on the ground. They just told him not to get up because of precaution. Uh, he oh, was feeling okay. numb. He was feeling numb because we was talking to him out there. I was like, Sweaty, come on, man, get up, get up. He like, I'm good, I'm good. You know, they just told me to stay down. I'm like, oh, okay, but you know, we just then we got to joking a little bit. Uh, okay, good. And, and it was cool. It was really good, uh, good situation. Um, but it was scary at the same time, man, and it made me realize like how serious one play and you get out of position, how things could just go. Even last night, uh, the way he got hit in his chest, I felt like he kind of got hit and then he kind of got up too fast and then bam, like, you know, things locked up. And I didn't even understand that it was uh, a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like, woo, you know, but the way he got hit in his chest, it could have triggered anything. And so it just made me just um, really, I, you know, appreciate when I can get out these games, man, healthy, uh, because yes. this game is dangerous. It's definitely yeah. dangerous. And it has sure. an effect after a while. Like, even right now, my forehead is sore from the banging, from, you know, going hard, doing what I'm doing. But th it, it's a price that you got to pay. And by sure. Wednesday, Thursday, I feel better. But that's the stuff that people don't know, and that's the stuff that I get, like, nervous about. Like, come on, come on, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? You've been doing this 13 years. Why are you a little sore, a little more sore than you normally are? Uh, talking to yourself, having them talks, and then, uh, and, and like I said last night, just put it in perspective, man. Uh, man, just take care of yourself. If you ain't, if you, I know I'm trying to get to 15, but if your body ain't telling you 15, just let it go. Because uh, I know you love the game, get into the coaching. Like I'm having all these talks with myself, uh, but you know, it, it really does uh, put it in a perspective. So you, you know, think you're trying to get to 15, huh? Trying to get to 15, yeah, that's Ooh. all we're gonna go. 
Because Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis was my uh was my guy. And man, it's so crazy how things uh panned out for me being with the same team for these many years. Yeah. Uh, and then him being there for that many years. I'm just like, man, it's crazy. Uh and I follow him because I was a middle linebacker all the way till I got to college. Then I got bigger. Uh they moved me to defensive end. And uh, I've been playing DN since since college, but uh he was somebody I looked up to. And uh it's just crazy how stuff uh panning out in my career. DG, really quickly though, what do you think uh, based on the way you saw things transpire with DeMar Hamlin uh, Monday Night Football last night and obviously uh, the game being at least indefinitely postponed right now that the league should do with respect to uh, just that matchup and or week 18 games, period. Uh, you know, first I, I, I got to see what's happening with with, uh, with him first, you know, uh, that's going to dictate a lot. And I think that, um, you know, if anything, those guys, every, I know it's for seeding, but everybody's in the playoffs already, you know. I mean, we're we talking about somebody's life right now. Um, I don't think they should, uh, but I know that's above my pay grade. But at the end of the day, I just, I'm just i just throwing my opinion out. I think that, you know, it's either, you know, fair to have both of them get a win or, you know what I'm saying, or I, I don't see it. I don't see you trying to play another game and then you might have to play on Saturday. Hey, hey real, real, real quickly, Justina, um, we got BJ on the phone, and just a, just kind of a, a glimpse inside the mind of NFL player. When you saw what transpired last night, did you, did you call your teammates? Were y'all on a group text? How did y'all process that during that moment, during that game? See, you know, because NFL is a brotherhood. I know you guys all felt it. Certainly, you know, with the dry sweat situation, you got to see and do a thumbs up, and he let you know he was okay on the field. Bill's teammates didn't get to find out if their teammate was okay. You just get a thumbs up or something like that. They never got that, you know, on the field. Yeah. Who, who was going through y'all's mind? Did y'all have a group text? How did y'all process that last night? Well, last night uh, we know that um, coach, if, if they if they head coach is 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 as good, like which I know he is, because I have McDermott. Uh, uh, he's communicating to the guys, sending out mass texts uh, through the team works, uh, what they do already, putting it on the schedule, letting them know um, every every update because everybody is right now in a panic. Not even panic, but just a worry of, man, what's going on? They talking to each other. You see what happened last night, man? I can't believe I seen that. Uh, I know a couple of the guys um, texted me this morning just saying, man, I can't believe that happened in the game. Two games, our game and, um, um, you know, that game last night. And, you know, just got to take care of ourselves. You know, we just showing a little love to each other, letting each other know, like like we said, uh, appreciate when you can get off that field clean because, uh, it's one wrong turn, one wrong move. Uh, it could be, it could be paralyzed. Anything, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I just, I just know that we all are just trying to make sure he's okay. That's really what the bottom line is. So my, my last thing before we let you go, BG. Now, Philadelphia, man, we've had some of the most dominant lines in the history of the NFL. You know, we had them boys. We had Clyde. We had Jerome, Reggie, all mm-hmm. the boys in that line right there. You guys, were you guys aware that you were going to break the sack record and pass, pass them? What, was there talk about it? Were you guys aware of, aware of it, or did you just go out there and play? What, what's the thought going on in the locker room? Goal for the year was to be the best D line and to make sure that we had the best, um, the, the best pass rush for the year, uh, and that's had the most sacks. And so when we started being able to catch certain teams that that played way before us. Man, it just, it's no pressure, but you start to see 
uh, uh, togetherness where we like, hey, let's run this. Because uh, this last game, me and me and Hargrave was running different games to get each other free. And, and you could just you could just tell, man, that togetherness of people just want to see people win because we can see it in our sights, man. And it, we do it within the scheme. We don't go pressing for it, but we do talk about it a lot now that, now that it's here. Uh-huh. It's being brought up a lot. Cool. So uh, really quickly, BG, obviously can't have you not, you know, come through and not talk about uh, Jalen Hurts. We know that, um, you know, he didn't play the last two games. You guys are are obviously, you know, fighting as hard as you can with Gardner Minshew. Uh, you know, that being said, your coach said after the game that if he's ready to go, he will play. But obviously Jalen Hurts' health will come first. Um, can you just speak to uh, what you feel like is kind of the realization even more of Jalen Hurts' impact on this team without him uh, the last two weeks, and even though specifically uh, Lane Johnson as well, um, you know, just with uh, the protection of the line and, and Driscoll coming in for him as well. You know what? I, I look at it as an opportunity for other guys to uh, get out, get get the game reps that they need uh, because we know we're in the playoffs. That's one thing. Uh, and I hate to see my guys going down as we're getting closer to the real thing. Uh, that's the playoff run that we got to go on. But I do love that we got time. Uh, we win this game, we get another bye week, another week for Jalen uh, if he don't play this week, um, you know, to get healthy. And I just think that um, it gives other people opportunity. That's going to serve us well down the line. Even though we lost these last two games, I learned I learned a whole lot about my team. I learned about, I learned about my depth, the depth of guys uh, that's behind. Certain guys, uh, we didn't get CD back this week. Um, you know, Black Blackenship uh, got got some experience in there. He's been in this pressure. He's been in a big game like Dallas. Uh, you know, night game, uh, and that's gonna help us uh, later on, uh, where he don't have them early jitters that he normally would have if he didn't get those reps. So I'm just hoping that everybody come back at the right time, feeling good, uh, and we just get this win this week. But uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, has shown that he's the guy, and right. you can tell that he's the guy, and I'm happy because mm. uh, he made himself a lot of money, uh, even off the field these last couple of weeks, uh, yep. and he worked his butt off this whole offseason, and man, I just can't wait to see what he do. There you go. All right, well, listen, we appreciate having you on and jumping in from the crib on your day off. You know, Eagles trying to do their thing still. Morris, I know. Uh, any, any any final sign-off really quickly to your no, boy? Hey, I mean, just, this hey, is a love pass. Congrats on the season so far. I know, I know you guys aren't where you want to be just yet because, you know, you want that ultimate prize. You know, yeah. so congrats so far, man. I'm down with you, man, and just uh, keep it going, BG. Hey, let's go. We're going we to make you proud, man. I'm telling you, we're going to get it. Hey BG, before you sign off, tell us who, um, tell us what your name is and that you're watching the crew. This is Brandon Graham with the Philadelphia Eagles, and you watching the crew. All right, we appreciate you. Thank you, BG. Appreciate you, BG. I appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know we went